You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good morning to you. Happy Monday, this 11th of October for 2021. It's another Monday. It's another day, a new day, another start to the week. And I cannot believe what I have come into this morning. It's not just me. I think I've actually got somebody to talk to this morning. Surprise. Whoa. I'm back. It's been, what, a seven-week hiatus, but I'm back. I'm very excited to be here, guys. But a big thank you to Dane, to George, to producer Jack, and to you, of course, Bianco, for holding down the fort. Mm. But things are back to normal, and I cannot be more excited. Remember what happens when the music ends? Right no, there? really? We'll Do get... we just keep talking? No, we're going to our brekkie banger. Oh, that's right. I've changed the tone of it a little bit because, you know, it's a nice moment this morning. Producer Jack, I need a run sheet. I don't know what's going on. Five minutes past seven for your Monday morning. Carl and Catherine. <laughs> the weekend wrap for your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM. A little bit of news around. Oh, just a little bit. Just a, a small amount. Yesterday, we saw, well... 39,861 people get vaccinated in the state. Fantastic stuff. It wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. So, there's a good figure for you. Absolutely. We don't talk about any other figures. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Just, that's the only one that we really need to be getting behind at the moment. The figure to freedom! Yes. Well, speaking of, Bianco, big day for our friends in New South Wales today. Freedom Day uh, has finally hit them after 100... I, think I don't care. Over 100 days. Good on them. Up. They sacked their Premier. Come on now, she resigned for starters. Um, but this means, and it's good because we can sort of see what lies over the horizon for us. We all know that that sort of stuff never happens in Victoria. We never follow New South Wales. Oh, come on. Um, so 10 visitors in homes they are going to be allowed to have. No longer will they have a travel per, um, travel bubble going on. Um, hairdressers and retail opening as well. And, of course, gyms. I saw on the TV this morning a lot of people pumping some iron bright and early. So that's very exciting for them. And hopefully we're only a couple of weeks away. Although, in saying that, I have heard this morning that they are encouraging people to just take yes. care, take your time, don't rush to things, because yes. you've got all the time in the world now to go back to a sense of normality up in the northern states in New South Wales. Absolutely. Not Queensland. Queensland's a different story altogether. Mm-hmm. Hey, I heard another story this morning as well coming to you from a local school, Furbank Girls school who's around the corner from us here in Brighton. Yeah, pretty much. Their senior school, when they return on Thursday, actually to in-class learning at Mm -hmm. the school, they're going to be conducting COVID tests twice a week from now on for free at no cost with medical professionals there. First school to do it in Victoria. I think it's very, very well needed and also gets people back in the classroom. Hey, pretty bloody cool though. Very bloody cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Me too. You know what I also like the sound of? What? Melbourne Cup Day might also be a day of getting some formal activities happening back in this good state of ours. 10,000 people are going to be allowed at the Cup, obviously, under very strict restrictions. Hey, but in a plot twist as well, you have to live 25 kilometres away from Flemington. Well, I was just about and to say And guess what? In an even bigger plot twist, the minister who deals with the uh, racing industry. He actually lives within 25 kilometres of the Flemington Race Course. You also have to be double vaxxed and wear a mask. There's also going to be five zones that Flemington's going to be split into. So you've got to stay in your zone, but I'm sure race goers will be very, very, very excited about that. 
And it's just nice. Something for people to look forward to, you know. Mm. I'm not a big racer myself, but no. I can appreciate the occasion. I hate to say it. I wouldn't be surprised if it got flipped, but, you know. Do you reckon the birdcage will be open? <laughs> Full of birds. Actual flying birds, yeah. It won't be happening this year, I wouldn't have thought. Wouldn't okay, have thought. Debbie Downer. Well, there's only so much you can do. Anyway, that's the weekend wrap for your Monday morning. First one in a little while, a little rusty. Here's Joel, Corey and Ray. I did hint at the fact I was going to tell you a story of something that happened to me that I said would never happen to me ever again. Yes, I forgot about this. I, have I been built waiting. it up. I said, it's you know, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to tell you what, what happened. Three weeks. Yeah, I reckon. It's been about three weeks. Please. I have been sitting on the edge of my seat since then. And I've just figured out why. So thank you for that. <laughs> I was like, why am I sitting like this? So, anyway, I uh, I found myself in a bit of a situation a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Where I was about to leave the house. All ready to go. I was rushing a little bit. Okay. Because it was on a day where I sort of don't usually have to rush. Anyway, gotten changed, rushed out. Was about to get into my ride share and um, then I heard a noise. I heard a noise. No. In no, an no, area no. that I hadn't heard a noise for quite some time. Don't tell me. And it wasn't that I'd forgot to put my zip up on my pants. No, no, no. You're not telling me that after uh, all the years of you telling us about how you used to rip your jeans. Hey, diddly Splitterino. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Was it bad? Oh, look. Fortunately, I hadn't left my home. <laughs> I literally, I just got into the ride checker. It was one of those, you know, when you're sort of getting in an awkward situation yeah. where you're sort of just climbing into the car and I just went, oh, that didn't sound okay. So I said to the ride checker driver, look, we haven't left yet. Do you mind waiting for just one moment? I've just split my pants. <laughs> and he's just like, What? So, I'm sorry. How, what did you just say? I just, did you not just hear that, mate? I just split my pants. It's like that SpongeBob song for the fool who went and ripped his pants. Well, that was I. I was the fool that went and ripped his pants. I just love the fact that you were so honest about it. Like, you just said to him, you know what? It wasn't, oh, I forgot something. I just have to run back inside. No, nah, I ripped my pants. I have to go in. Well, I mean, seeing as we hadn't even driven yeah. away from my place, I thought, well, I'm not really holding it. Like, because some people take ages to get out to oh, ride yeah. cars. You I'm very, needed. you know, attentive and straight out to it as soon as I know that they're coming. Because I don't like to make people wait. I'm not, you know, I don't live my life that way. Not all the time, anyway. Especially not when it comes to rideshare, because I like that 4.87 rating. Oh, okay. I'm all about that life. It went down from 4.88. It's Devo when I saw that. Can I ask, um, did you have pants ready to go? And more importantly, did they match with the rest of your outfit? Oh, it was a very quick wardrobe change. But did it match? I did. You didn't look like that kid that wet their pants in primary school and had no. to come out in new pants. No, 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 none of that. Luckily, I have my pants pretty close to one another in my room. Yeah. The only subtle change to my outfit was I couldn't wear my uh, my black shoes. I had to wear my boots. Oh, okay. Because you know when you've got laces, mm. I couldn't 
you know, quickly get yeah. my laces back on. True. So I had to just do a quick jeans change. <laughs> Mum was like, why have you come back so quickly? You said, I ripped my pants, Mum. Mum, I did it again. <laughs> I split them. Oh, you'll have to get a new pair now. No, look, I've got three other pairs. That'll do me for now. You still need a new pair. Oh, look, I am so sorry that happened to you. But no, you're on, not. You're in, laughing at my expense. But in a radio Wouldn't expect anything else. That is fantastic. And you know what? I can only blame myself for this because we've spoken that into Were you existence. praying that I actually split them again? I didn't pray Since it. the last time I said how much what kind of, crazy person of do you an embarrassment. Oh, crazy enough to just send the voodoos my way. I haven't Send your cl- crystal energies to me to split my pants. I haven't been clutching my crystals being like, split, 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 I haven't split. worked with Carl in eight weeks. Please make him split his pants again. <laughs> Just to keep him humble. Just so that we have something to talk about. Split your pants, split your pants. It happened. I reckon we should throw this out on the um, phone line. <laughs> How did you split your pants? 0404 uh, <laughs> What obscure way did you do it? Did you do it on the way into a ride chair car? Well, we know famously I split a leather skirt right up at work and I had to put paper clips up because it was a very high split. So well, not good. I've never worn a leather skirt since. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank so you. I'm probably due for a split. <laughs> Quote of the morning. Probably <laughs> due for a split. I saw a story over the weekend which made me laugh a little bit and I thought you'd appreciate it. I bet I will. Um, we are in October, which is spooky season. Halloween is upon us. Your favourite holiday. I actually loathe October. There are two months of the year that I can't stand. Yep. One being February. And the other is October. I feel like that's an attack on me, Feb. Well, probably is. Just, you know what happened to me in February? What? I broke down. Oh, Remember yeah. that? I, I joked about it, but there, there was some sentimental... There, there were tears on the show. I acted like it was just a good laugh, but deep down there, February just hurts, okay? Okay, well, I like Feb because I was born in Feb. Well, good for but you. October, you aren't a fan of because... Both. I'm not a fan of either. Halloween. Sorry? Because of Halloween. It's not in my vocabulary. Well, a woman has gotten an early Halloween trick or treat this year where she was getting spooked for weeks where her doorbell was ringing at like 2 a.m. And that is something no one ever wants to face at that time. Like, how creepy. Would you go and answer the door? Absolutely not. That Mm. is a death sentence. Like, you're just not going to do it. Depends. Anyway, this woman... At two o'clock every morning was terrified and her life was flashing before her eyes because she thought there was going to be like a psycho moment. Like she's like, I ain't touching that door. And it occurred to her after a couple of weeks, I've actually got a video camera in my doorbell. So she plucked up the courage to have a look at the cameras to see who this person was. And she got a little surprise because you see Bianco. It wasn't a human that was ringing her doorbell. I was thinking that it probably wasn't going to be a human. It was a slug. Ah. A slug had taken residency in her doorbell. Well, that might explain her slow response time. hey And would crawl up. So in the camera, she saw little slug. What would you call them? Ears? The little Aren't they antennas? Antennas? An- an- antennae? I could be wrong. Bless but you. I'm pretty sure they call the things on slugs, which point upwards, antennas. 0404 Should we put a Let poll up? Know. Are they antennas? No. Yes or no? No polls. I'm changing things around here oh, now that I'm It's back. been a long time, though. Too many I do polls. have one for later, though. 
I was at work yeah. and I saw some very distressing polls, which I couldn't control. What's but the number anyway, again? Not. Mm. Um. Anyway, it was a slug, and I think I. I was pretty impressed because I've seen a lot of stories in my time prepping for these shows, but I've never seen a slug-related one. So I think it's good for the slugs. Like, it's good PR for slugs because you don't hear much from them. You don't see them much either anymore. Because a lot of them are snails. Well, this is the thing. They don't come out of their shell. And when they do, they're very sluggish. But is a slug just a naked snail? Is that the thing? I think so. They've just So this poor little guy has lost his... Is that why he was ringing every single day? He's like, excuse me, ma'am, I've lost my shell. Don't be so shellfish. That's probably what he was doing. He's like, have you seen my shell? My house was here and now it's gone. God, this is taking a real turn. This, this just got real deep. Didn't expect us to get so deep about shells. What were you saying about crying on air before? You're cry- about to cry over a slug. Wow, well, that explains a lot. Anyway, that's the um, famous story of the uh, slug ringing a doorbell. Take with it what you want, but um, that is truly heartbreaking. I'm just waiting for Disney to pick this story up. I reckon slugs are very British. What? I know, a weird thing to throw in there, but I'll tell you why. What, do they have a top hat and when they go past they go, hello, governor, <laughs> top of the morning to you, Bianco. Have you seen my antenna? No. Not like that at all. I watched for a brief moment on the weekend Harry Potter 2. Oh, Chamber the of Chamber Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. And what happens? Ron Weasley. Eats slugs. Eats slugs. You don't hear about people eating slugs anywhere else. Well, because it's not real and it's Hogwarts. Oh. oh. Jack, are we going to have to tell him Hogwarts isn't real? I'm sorry. Oh, that just ruined my childhood. Thanks for that. I'm about to ruin your morning. No! It's Carl Catherine here for your Monday morning. No, I'm not. You're on 88.3. Jack, I'm leaving. I'm going back. There's been a little bit going on the last few weeks. Just a little bit. And you know how I said that, you know, I didn't think I would ever split my pants again? And you did. And we thank you for it. Well, there was a moment in my life where I thought I would never watch a movie or a television series with subtitles again. Oh, because you went through that stage last year. I did. See, I did it before anybody else did, and I enjoyed it before anybody else did. True story. I was ahead of time. Mm. Because guess what's come out in the last few weeks and made its presence known? I refuse to watch it. I can't even impersonate the song, the music in it. I'm not even going to try. But it involves a squid and a game. I... I'm the only person, I'm pretty confident, that hasn't watched it. Oh, no. I can't do it. It's just so not me. As if you haven't watched it. And I hear everybody talk about it, and I'm like, I just can't do it. See? I can't do it. It took some time for me to get around it. It's too scary. I can't do it. I decided I was going to be a cool kid. I read the summary of every episode, and I thought, you know what? If people talk to me about it, I'll just get it. See, that's smart. I should have done that. Yeah, so I was like, right, I'm not going to get sucked into it. And then, <laughs> then... The blurbs tempted you. No, 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 it wasn't that. Then, you know, memes started popping up in group chats and I was like... No. Hmm. What is Il Nam? What's, you know, what are all these characters? What do they do? I sort of just read the summary about it. Then I watched the first episode and I was hooked. I had to finish it in two no. days. No. I, I finished it in two days. Not I even me. watched an episode at work. I'm not afraid to... We can't go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I wouldn't I know do that. your boss. No, no, I'm kidding. I didn't do that. 
<laughs> but I watched it. Anyway. Yeah. I watched all of it. And, and worth it? Is it up like is it worthy of the hype? I think so. Because I feel like just being on social media, I'm across enough that I need But to. but you have to watch it with the Korean language and English subtitles. This is what I hear. Yes. Because if you had the English dubbing over the top, nah, it ruins it. It, yes. it, re- it actually really does. Yes, I did hear that. Mm. But no. In saying that, though, there's been a lot of discussion about how accurate the subtitles are, the translation from Korean to English. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it because I just enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I embraced it. I watched all... You're also not across the Korean language, so you can't... Um, no. No, so I... can't compare. I can't say that was wrong no. or that was right, and I'm not even going to attempt that. No, please don't. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just have this feeling that this kind of show is just going to blow up now to the point where every streaming server is going to have their equivalent of it. It's like... Remember that Japanese reality show... What was it called? Jack's nodding his head. Um, was know. it Little House or something? It was like Big Brother, but Japanese, and that was amazing. And then we saw 150,000 versions of it. I reckon it's going to be the same for this. Well, apparently in Korea, where the series was obviously filmed, a lot of it, the servers for their internet crashed. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine having something that was made in your home country. Mm-hmm. And your internet can't cope with the amount it's been yeah, <laughs> being streamed. Apparently, the creator of this show had the idea for 10 years and tried to pitch it for 10 years, and networks kept saying no. All of a sudden, our NBN doesn't look so bad. <laughs> anyway, Squid Game, yay or nay? Did you watch it? What do you think of it? Has it convinced you to watch more things with subtitles? Have I think everybody should. It's fantastic. Because so many, particularly international films, so good. But at the same time, you will not. Wa- I will not be watching Squid Game. It's too scary. That's purely. Do you want to watch it with me? Can we watch it together? No. I'll watch it again. I, will... I have a very strong. I don't do scary policy. It's not scary. It is. Scary. It's just violent. Yeah, I don't do violence either. Violence. Actually, there was also another. Th- anyway. I'm, nope. I won't count it. I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm across it without watching it. Are you? Mm, really? But I don't. I don't do it. Red uh-uh. light. No. Green light. See, that's how... What's the time, Mr. Wolf? But they had to make it red, white, mm-hmm. green light. It's not quite the same. No, thank you. Carl and Catherine here for your Monday. On I would probably say, at the moment, our world is pretty divided right now. And Yeah, well, we can't go anywhere, so... We can't go anywhere, but um, what seems to really be pulling people apart at the moment is, and I'm sure everybody knows, I don't even have to say what it is, it's fairy bread. Oh, I thought... <laughs> no, that wasn't what I was thinking. But um, anyway... Yes, who would have thought that a bit of white bread, a bit of butter, and some hundreds and thousands would cause such chaos well, that it has? Well, apparently it was included in the diet for footballers. Correct. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that. A leading that. nutrition who appears on another radio station mm-hmm. decided that she would reveal the secret to a AFL footballer's diet when yeah. it comes to pre-game routine, and they eat fairy bread. Carbs, sugar. Fairy bread. Yeah. That's just... No. I love fairy bread. I would never eat fairy bread before a footy game. You'd never play a footy game. Well, I have played footy yeah. before. I haven't but played a game recently. It's better than some cut oranges. Oh, you know what I used to love? What? This was when I was at my elitist playing... Elitist? You know, semi-professional basketball back oh, in the day. Oh, what? Local? C-grade. C-grade local basketball for the show. Well, like Z-grade. I almost became that. 
Because you went to the board. Anyway, we'll get back. I, and this is another thing that I recently discovered was delicious, focaccia. Have I not been telling you this for years? But my pre-game ritual was to run 3K, eat a focaccia, and then play a game. At one point. That was what I used to do. Great. Sometimes my performance was good. Sometimes it wasn't so good. Great. But I used to really love putting in that focaccia, some avocado. You know, just the focaccia bread, the texture to it. Good. Yeah. Well, back to fairy bread. Thank you for that. Not as good. Little side adventure. Um, Imagine focaccia fairy bread. Oof. Toasted fairy. Nah, it just hasn't. We're not. Same. We're not worthy of Bad that. Bad or But then that would be more like a finger bun, I would say. But anyway, enough bread. Yeah, I never liked them. Anyway, chocolate ones are well, not even then. Nah. Bianco, fairy bread. Mm. Our good friends in the US of A have finally cottoned on to what fairy bread is. They didn't know. They didn't know, mm. and they've adopted it, finally, after roasting us for a bit, but they've oh. done something a bit controversial. So, they're finally taking something of ours, because we take so much from them. Yeah, true. But you know what they've done? What? The key to fairy bread in the US of A... Is adding Vegemite with it? No. Oh. It's cutting off the crust. What did you say? They do fairy bread now, but they cut the crust... Off of the fairy bread, so it's just soggy bread. I mean, no. And what had that has what has transpired since that is that then it's brought out all the anti-crusters from Australia who have said, "Yeah, that's the way to do it." And now we're all fighting over to crust or not to crust. See, Americans, they're so different that they would probably use multi-grain bread to make fairy bread. No. They still do white, but just no crust. Eh. And I'm really not about it. Eh. I'm with you. But I genuinely, two people I know, I've known for a very long time, they said they've got a point here, mm. no crust. And I said, get out. Horrific, horrific. Yeah. So I think it needs to be put up on the socials and on the phone line, 0404 736 are you for a crust on fairy bread or are you against a crust? Because I thought I would run it past you because obviously, Focaccia aside. The f- I'm the food connoisseur. You of are. This you radio are. Partnership. This is no question about crust. No crust. What? Crust. I was going to say. I just said no crust because you said crust. <laughs> I didn't. It's funny though because when I was younger, I didn't always have. Crust on my bread. Oh, really like you're it. one of those. I think it depends on the bread, though. Yeah. Some bread you just love it, like mm. you bite into that and you get that real crunchy taste, and you're like, yeah. "That's oh, it." That's that's what I've been looking for. But other moments you get crust and it's just dry and bland. It's like, no thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Computer says no. But no, on fairy bread, it needs. It just adds a whole other layer to it. It's like yeah. pizza. It's like having pizza without the crust. You know, you just need that well, different texture to finish. I would argue when you've eaten enough slices, if you still want to shove a few in, not eating the crust is acceptable. Okay. But that's just me. Yep. If I've had a few and I want to have a few more because I want to hit my quota because it's just get in my belly type stuff, yep. then I will leave the crust. You'll ditch the crust. And if I really want to be a little exotic, I will keep those crusts. I will eat them the next day with a bit of dip. Ew. Ew. What? Mm. 
Oh, see, I was going to say that um, second day pizza, cold from the fridge, is the best pizza. I love cold pizza. You, that is disgusting. What? You, so you leave the crust, mm. keep it. Yep. And Eat then, it the next day with what dip. dip. Any kind of dip. Oh my god. Caviar goes down well with it. I love caviar dip. Well, I think we should just leave this conversation here. Catherine and the psycho with you this morning. Okay. That is, that is madness. Absolute madness. Call me a psycho. You haven't been here for eight weeks and all of a sudden you think you can call me that? You've taken it to another level. I take things to a lot of levels. That's another one of them. That's an actual horror movie in itself. A man Do you know what else? saving his crust. I don't know about later. you, but if I get pad thai, I like to add extra peanut sauce to it. Oh, okay. That's Thanks a fun fact. And even the sweet chili sauce. Here we go! Well, a big good morning to you, Bayside and Greater Bayside. Carl and Catherine with you for this beautiful Monday morning. Bianco, good morning to you. Morning to you. Beautiful so far. Yeah, we were just testing out the weather, having a bit of an appreciation outside of the beautiful Southern FM studios. And I can oh. guarantee, a bit chilly, but gorgeous. You that appreciation, good, it just went down so well. Oh, you look good, Bayside. You look real good. But hey, we got a great second hour here. We'd love to hear from you. 0404-000-736. Let us know what you're getting up to this week. There's still no better place to live than in the Bayside suburbs of Melbourne. I agree. I don't care what anybody else says. Yeah. That's my two cents for your Monday morning. Here's a Monday mover at five minutes past eight. (laughs) Carl and Catherine here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Morning. Hey, we've we've been discussing a lot of like television and and movies lately, particularly this morning. (laughs) Because lately, it's been a while since we've actually conversed. It has been. Anyway... I've been watching some older movies as well, because just, you can't really do much at the moment. Movies no. are sort of our life. Correct. Outside of our life. Sometimes they even show what happens in our life. Well, that's exactly right. Like, Movieception. Ooh, deja vu. Inception yeah. in my life. Yeah. Leo, where are you? <laughs> no, not like that at all. Because you'd never say, well, you, you can't say never, never say never. I was going to say, you'd never see Leo DiCaprio in your real life, but you might. I might. I saw Ricky Martin at the zoo, so anything's possible. <laughs> Speaking of the zoo, do you hear the story about the family that went to a zoo and got more than they bargained for recently? No. Let's just say they went to the gorilla exhibit and the gorillas might have been uh, engaging in an activity that they probably shouldn't have been engaging in. I mean, try explaining that to young children when they've gone for a day out to see some animals and what they see is something that they it's should nature, never... nature. It's beautiful. If it's a gorilla, it's probably very aggressive, but... Well, I mean, you've heard of gorillas in the mist. This was gorillas... After dark. In the morning. Yeah. I don't know what time it was, actually, but for some reason, they, they really pick it at the right times. When young ch- <laughs> young children come along, they have to just say, hey, look at us. And the parents are, oh my God, is that really happening? Mm. Mind you, not a lot of zoos are open in Australia right now. So, Well, they're open. The animals are still there. It's just that we can't go uh, and visit them. Well, I think a monkey died the other day. I saw something about that. Yeah. It's, it's hard for them as well, to tell you the truth. The animals, they're not getting the exposure. Particularly the monkey. I think it was an Adelaide monkey. 
South Australian monkey. Yeah. Oh well, they'll get another one, I suppose. That tends to happen in zoos, doesn't it? One one dies, another replaces it. I saw a lovely article that Werribee Zoo have antelopes and a baby antelope. Sorry, did, you, did I you, always get confused between antelope and cantaloupe. I was just going to say, did you say cantaloupe? Yeah. Antelope. They probably consume a lot of cantaloupes. I know. How did we get here? Well, because I was talking to you about the story. But weren't we talking about movies? Yeah, but I got distracted. <laughs> I decided to talk about the gorilla story I was going to talk about. Okay, good. Anyway, I'd love to know your best zoo experiences. Mm. I used to hate the butterfly exhibit at Melbourne Zoo. I loved it, but it was too hot. How many times have you been to the zoo? Many. Yeah. Many, 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 many. I think the last time I went was in year seven. Oh, I think the last time I went, I was older. That was what inspired me to do a really good story on orangutans. Oh, I love the orangutans. Mm. That was like the best mark I got in year seven geography. <laughs> I love that you can hold on to all your grades. I couldn't tell you anything. Year seven geography, Mr. Was, good teacher. Still teaching, I believe. Good on you, Wazza. And we had a love-hate kind of relationship. I'm shocked. But when he gave me that mark, because I really put a lot of effort into that poster. I had it up until last year when I changed my room. It was on the top of my, what do I call it? Bookcase. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. See, I, all my school stuff, the second I was done, see ya. Moving on. Oh, but I like the nostalgic element to it. But what? You're going to look at your poster and be like, yeah, I really nailed that. Look at the way I cut that little piece hey, of paper. It was pretty impressive. Impressive. <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Mr. Wazza, take it back. I think he needs a refresh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But I didn't like the butterfly exhibit when I was younger. Oh, I liked it. Um, I got lo- scared by it. What one didn't I like? There was. Oh, I wasn't a fan of the reptiles. Ugh. I didn't like the ones that smelt either. Yeah, the reptiles. That was gross. No, they weren't too bad. It oh, was... that was bad. And I always used to get disappointed when I was like in my peak Harry Potter stage, but the snakes wouldn't come up and talk to me. Or the glass would disappear. Mm. I kind of feel like I was similar, actually. Well, there you go. Harry Potter's done it again. Yeah. Ah, No, we love the zoo. (laughs) When was the last time you went to the zoo? A zoo. Because there's a lot out there. Mm. There's Werribee. There's Melbourne. Well, if you're just in the CBD at the moment, that's a zoo, so. No, it's not. It's deserted. You might see a lion run past you. The last couple of weeks it's been a zoo. Oh, has it? That's oh, news to me. It's Carl and Catherine here for Monday on 88.3. We mentioned before Halloween is approaching. And oh, not again. Everyone's getting into the theme. I feel like even here in, in Melbourne in particular. Do, do you want me to leave? Do you want no, Jack to come? No, because you like this. No, I won't. Because we're having a real movie. I don't like anything Halloween related. Well, okay, I'll spin it differently. Uh, the only thing I could probably tolerate is Michael Jackson's Thriller because the actual film clip has to be um, the dancing in it. I don't mind it. All right. Oh, good. I, th- I think that's the only real Halloween-y thing I can get around. Okay, good. Back in the day. I did a dance to that and I was dressed as the main zombie. Oh, and wasn't there that Disney movie? It was a Halloween High or something like that. There's Nightmare Before Christmas. No, there was a series of Halloween films. It had no. Carrie Fisher's mum in it. Um, Hocus Pocus. Is that what it was? Halloween High. Wasn't it called... Wasn't No, I swear they went to a Halloween High in it. I'm going to goggle this. Anyway, while you do that, I'm going to tell you what Ben and Jerry's has been up to recently, oh. Bianco. Now... Very popular ice cream chain, Ben & Jerry's. Overrated. Has decided to really tap into the Halloween theme this year. Mm-hmm. And they have opened Bianco. Halloween Town High. I was right. All right. Go good, on. Good for you. Um, they have opened a flavor graveyard where ice creams are laid to rest. 
So if you love your ice cream that much, you can actually visit the resting place of many of the de-pinted flavours. I can just imagine it right now. Dearly beloved, we gather here today to remember the cookie crumbled. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what they've done. So this place is actually on the site of the first actual manufacturer of a Ben and Jerry's in 1945. Let's not forget the rocky roaded. And it- or eroded. That, that's that's really that's really hurtful. But yeah, they've got graves and they have all the flavors on it, and people can actually mourn the flavors that got discontinued. Ah, oh. pretty incredible stuff. Not really. I think that's really impressive. It's open for the whole of October, and you can go like you could go and um, mourn the Tonight Show Jimmy Fallon punnet that used to be around. You get impressed pretty easily. Oh, come on. If you were to mourn like a food that no longer exists, what would you do? Oh, I already have. What? Well, I mourn a particular pizza place that used to be a, you know, real regular feature in the house, Bianco oh. household. The Bianco's household. Mm. See, I miss the Go-Gurts. Uh, they were great. There was, oh, what about the, was that, were they the ones in the tube? Yeah, no longer exist. You rip their heads off and suck their guts out. Yes. No longer. Really? I was trying to look for additional um, proteins the other day. And I know, was like, what if I do a go-gurt no longer exists? In saying that, my mum never used to buy me any of that stuff. Oh, you know what you used to do? What? In summer, you would get your go-gurts and freeze them. No. It was so good. Yes, yes but no, because mum wouldn't get me go-gurts. Alan, why? She was very particular on what she did get me. Yeah. She would get me some obscure stuff. Like what? Oh, I don't know. She'd like, give me an... My lunchbox would have like an apple. Mm-hmm. Good. It would have a sandwich, mm-hmm. sometimes with crust, sometimes not crust. Yep. It would sometimes have the toasties that she makes. Oh, have you heard of toasties? Not that- like the toasty sandwich. It might just... I think it's actually a thing in her family. Anyway, it's, it's called a toast finger and what it consists of is bread, mm-hmm. butter... So toasty, yep. Yeah, bread and butter... Then you layer it with cheese, bacon, and I think it's onion. Wow. And then you put it in the oven and let it cook. Mm-hmm. Comes out nice and crispy. And it's sort of like a mini pizza. Oh, very it's nice. it's better. It's more delicious. Well, there you go. Mm. But you know what else I didn't have either when I was younger? What's that? Remember everybody used to have those chips that were like chicken sort of... Oh, yeah. Either the jumpies, the kangaroos. That's or it, the jumpies. jumpies. I never used to have them. Mum never used to buy them for me either. No, see, my parents are the same. I ate very healthy, but we used to trade things off. I had a friend who for snack, I still remember this, she had a bag of marshmallows, but she didn't like the pink ones, so she'd give them away, and she'd have a bag of Starburst lollies, like the mixed ones, Mm. and the flavours she didn't like, she used to give away. I just remember in year four, when I left the private school I was at, we had a pizza party. Oh, good. What, they threw it because you were leaving? They're like, oh, he's gone, have a pizza pie. But collect the crust because you'll use them to dip later. Oh, I just remember the moment, you know, when I was told, Carl, you're leaving the school and you're going to the same school your sister's at. It just hit me real deep, you know. I'm sorry. Back in the day. Just as you were starting to get settled somewhere, you know, you get yanked out. It's like, see you later, champ. That was my childhood. Nice. Um, so, Ben and Jerry's Graveyard, um, it, let us know. I want to know what foods would you want to mourn because they're no longer a thing. 0404000736. Sunny boys. Say no more. Ugh, trash. I love the colour, Sunny boy. Oh, especially this time of year. They were just oh, so good. But they're still a thing, aren't they? No, they're not. Super duper's are. Sunny boys are gone to the grave. Oh. And I miss them.
<laughs> Super yeah. Dupers are no good either. No. Did you see you can get um, Bubble O Bill in box now? No, yuck. Disgusting. Going on break. It's nice to have you back. Oh, thank you. Are you mm. feeling okay? It's your only compliment you're going to get today. I'll take it. We're going to be out and about soon. Mm-hmm. And with coming out and about, it would be interesting to see how people return to dating. Yes. Which has uh, sparked some commentary surrounding worst things, worst turnoffs. On first dates. Ooh. Which I thought I'd share Please this do. morning. First one. Where has this come from? Well, from a trusty, trustworthy, trusty news site that we love to look at. Number one, when you decide to drive with this person in a car. Don't do that on the first day. Oh, it's probably not a good idea. Anyway, but if you did and they throw rubbish out the window... Why? Yeah, that's a sea litter. That's a... Don't be a litter bug. Mm. Be a glitter bug. People who scream instead of talking. Oh, yeah, so good to actually be with you today. Really love it. Some people are just naturally loudmouths. It doesn't go down on first dates very well. People who... People who only eat vegetables or drink water. Why is that a turn off? They care about their health. Oh, sorry. I read that wrong. I don't eat vegetables or drink water. Oh. Well, that's so they a problem. Do, they enjoy everything but vegetables okay. and water. That actually sounds a lot like me. Having a dirty home. Well, I don't know whether or not many people would be going in. Well, they might, but they're probably not as much on a first date going to somebody's house. But, you know. You never know. You never know. Baby voice. Oh, I I hate that. It's as bad as a dog voice. Oh. Anyway. What was that? <laughs> you sounded like a sim. I did a bit, actually. It's a hybrid between a sim and a Swedish chef. <laughs> No, you're not jumping on a different radio station. Whether anyway, no, it's just us talking Sims. Apparently, lying on the first date. Lying. Lying. Oh, lying. Not lying, as in like laying or lying. 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 Look, I haven't been on any dates where there's a lion. The lion, the I'm witch, and the wardrobe. Yeah. The whole package. The whole, the whole gangs all here. Making fun of people's hobbies or interests. Yeah, that's not nice. Not really, no. no. Although sometimes you can do it. You've got to host a radio show with someone for at least four years before you start doing that. Playing Chasey on a first date. That's very childish. Depending on the context, though. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on Southern FM. (laughs) (laughs) That was random. (laughs) That was me, sorry. It was me. I leant on the mouse and I accidentally hit play on that, for those wondering. That was a good reset, though. Just in case you're wondering who you're listening to, that, that's it. Would you like me to take over the panelling, please? No, no, no. That, that was accidental. <laughs> no, that scared the living daylights out of me. Very timely, though. Well, there oh. you go. 
Were there no. any more deal breakers? Or um... Oh, there was, but I've had enough after that. I reckon not being able to control the buttons is a um, deal breaker. Yeah, but you don't have to push many buttons. Well, maybe you do. Mm. There's an interesting plot twist there. I think what was happening then was our computer was like, what you, they need to do is talk about how to much shut they up. love Carl and Catherine on the first day. I think just shutting up is what that was trying to tell me. Just shut up. You've said too much. Because I do tend to talk too much. And you're continuing to. Continuing. I'm not even going to tell the story of how I went on it. Anyway, this is Galantis and David Getter. And you're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern, Southern FM. FM. I got put to work over the weekend and I wasn't even expecting to. Good for you. To because you know what happened? What? I went to go get my second jab. Amazing. And I went to my local chemist to do it, mm. which is fantastic. It makes it so easy. If you haven't booked in yet, you can literally walk in the door and it, get it done. It actually is. For those who don't know, pharmacies, yeah. they're the way to go. Absolutely. But also consult your GP if but you have to. This pharmacy was particularly smart, Bianco, because you know how after you have your vaccination, you're meant to hang around for about 10 minutes, make sure you're all good. Mm. I went to this place and it just so happened that the change up was a little different from when I went and got my first vaccination. Don't tell me they had jelly beans waiting for you. No, they didn't have jelly beans. That they... used to be a highlight for me going to those chemists. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, no, they had, <laughs> Don't be. they had a seat right at the front of their store where I had to sit and I became their in-store reception. I was sitting there just chilling and I was right next to the sliding door. And so I was sitting after my vaccination, just having a moment, being like, how amazing that we've gotten to a point now where we're fully vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, this woman comes in and just stands in front of me. And she's like, excuse me, madam, what's the time? Because it was right next to the check-in portal and the list. And I told the time. Next person came in. How do I use this QR code thing? Next person comes in. Um, Yeah, what's the date today? And I literally became their officer for about... Five-ish minutes, and then I was like, I might stand outside. Do you know what? For the rest. You should have said, "Can I get a cup?" What? Can I get a cup? A cup? Yeah, just hold it out. Hey, no. <laughs> She's like, "Can I have the time?" Yeah, for a dollar donation, you can. <laughs> but I just thought it was so clever because there were so many people getting vaccinated in that day. Make things easier on the staff. Let's just put these people to work. <laughs> so all the dumb questions that normally they would have to deal with. The person in the chair had to deal with instead. When you know, you know. Fantastic. They obviously knew. They understood. Excuse me, ma'am. Where do um we go? Oh, just down the back of the store. But what if there was they've done that to elderly people before? Because there's all ages that go. Mm-hmm. Imagine having like I don't know somebody above the age of sixty who may not be that tech savvy or may, you know, not be in the space of mind to be able to answer these questions yeah. sitting there. Just wanting to relax for their 10 minutes and they have those kind of questions asked yeah. them. Mind you, it'd be, um, yeah, they, they probably would mistake you for somebody to work in a pharmacy. Well, the thing is, it's kind of a good induction back into my retail life. Oh. My fleeting oh. return. Um, yeah, because it's been a while. So having a bit of customer service back into me. Has that inspired you, has it? I'm going to go back into it. Can I work at a chemist now? No. No, those guys have the patience of saints and they do an incredible job and I don't have that. Mm. I could really see you actually working at a chemist someday. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I reckon you'd be great behind there at the back. Yeah, I wouldn't know any of it. I'd be like, (laughs) you want what? What? What do you want? No, no idea. Maybe you need to go there and get a hearing test just after that. I'm I'm a little concerned. I am convinced that both of us need to get hearing tests. My hearing is fine. Mm. You got selective hearing. I experienced something the other day 
when I went to the work vending machine and it's irritated me. What? Yeah. Okay. So I went and purchased a beverageino. From the vending machine. From the vending machine. As one does. And you know how you press the button for the choice yeah. that you're picking, mm-hmm. right? And you expect to get the number. Uh-oh. 98% of the time you press that number, you don't get it. Oh. Are you doing it right? Yes. So I don't know anyone else having this problem. Well, because you know, there's usually a row of the kind of drink that you're after. Yeah. So anyway, I spoke to a few of my colleagues in the workplace and I said, look, is it just me, or if you go to get something out of the vending machine, you know, a drink, yeah. do you also experience the same thing I do, where if I press 36, I get 31? Anyway, well, one of my colleagues, who probably is a bit more intelligent than what I am, said to me, look, I have a theory on this. Don't know if it's right or if it's wrong, mm-hmm. but... Apparently, when you select the number of your choice, if there's more than one in the row for that that you decide on, it picks the one that is the coldest in the fridge. Surely not. Well, I don't believe it either. I think it's whatever's stocked most in the row that they get rid of first. Well. Because how is it going to know which one's the coldest? Well, I mean, it does have a mind of its own. It does know what the temperature is. Yeah, but wouldn't you say if it's a refrigerated thing, all the drinks would be the same temperature? I'm really convinced that that thing that selects the drink and puts it in the little thing for you to take it out might be more powerful than what we think. I think what you need to do is put a sign up on that vending machine and get people to vote. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Find out what is the go with this vending machine. Well, that will not happen. Do Carl's tally... Is the vending machine doing this because A, it picks the coldest, B, because it's the most full row, or C, I'm an idiot? What do you reckon? Group email? Can I do, get away with that? Send it out Ooh, to the office? Oh, I don't know if you... Hey, guys. Hope all is well. Just wondering, if you use the vending machine, do you ever get the number that you select? I dare you to and do it. <laughs> I I'm not, dare you. I'm not going to do it. Imagine if you did. I'd probably get in a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, Hi, cohort hort. No, look, it probably wouldn't be that Oh, bad. I reckon it'd be pretty bad. But, uh, yeah. Mm, I think I, it'd be pretty bad. I don't know if it'd go down as well as what I'd... I don't think so, no. I think, um, if anything, you wouldn't have access to that vending machine anymore because you wouldn't have access to the building. But we couldn't put it up on our socials as a poll, so I think I might do that. But how are you going to do that? When you select your drink, do you ever get the right number that you select? Yes or no? No, I think it needs to be more controversial. Is it that the vending machine is picking this row because A, it's the coldest, or B, it's the most full row. We'll keep brainstorming that because we haven't quite got it. No. Haven't quite spat it out. I think it's just because it's a dumb question. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. (laughs) That was a really nice way to put it. Thank you. Well, it's a very vague, you know what I mean? Like we need to streamline it a little bit more because it's a vending machine, you know? As long as you get what you want, happy days. Well, yeah, that's the thing. But I wasn't getting what I wanted. What's a, your beverageino of choice? Oh, you know, it's a, it's a nice one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Good chat. Let us know. Zero four. <laughs> if zero you're four. a techie of vending machines, please let us know. Maybe you are.
You might be. I look. Mm. I don't know. There are stranger things that have happened before. Sometimes we do get a lot, a, a last minute message <laughs> suggesting that we are right or we are wrong. Mm. Yeah, and true. that could be the case again today. Yeah. I don't know. It's called Catherine here, just debunking everything. Oh, oh, I think we're questioning. We're not debunking anything. We've come to the end. We have. What a fun show it's been. It's so good to be back, guys, on a Monday morning. Oh, it's nice to not have to do all the heavy lifting for once on a Monday. Oh, you guys did such a good job, honestly. And I feel like if I could bottle up the energy that was producer Jack and Carl on a Monday morning, that show, and have that every week, I would. (sighs) It was iconic. I didn't have any choice. My filling co-host didn't show up. He got stood up. To be honest, I don't blame him. Anyway. You're back and that's the main thing. Yes, I'm back. That's what matters most. And you know what? I'm what? Al- we're also going to be back on Friday from four o'clock. Touch wood, we will be. <laughs> hey, so I did some goggling on the whole vending machine thing. Vending gate. And this is what I've been provided with. Basically, how a vending machine works is when somebody inserts enough money to the machine, the customer can select the available products to buy. After that, the machine will generate the product and the customer can take out the product and get their change back if there is any. Wait, so, so that, di- that didn't explain anything. No, it didn't. And that's what I'm going to leave you with for Monday. Does <laughs> uh, that not just sum up our whole show? We will like, we'll raise something. We won't follow up. And if we do, it's not no answer at all. Carl and Catherine, in a nutshell. We're that's like what Q&A, you get. but just Q. More, don't know our F and P's. But we end up at K and K and we just think that that's okay. You know what? For us it is. Have a good week. Take care. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.